What's up, world? It's Matt. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm coming to you from the West Fit Studios in Northeast Oklahoma, hanging out here with a lot of really, really good friends on July 1st as I record this podcast. Happy Canada Day. Everybody that's listening up north of the border, hope you guys celebrated Canada Day and had an absolute blast. July 1st also happens to be my birthday. That's right. Celebrating my birthday with family, friends, some truly amazing people. And uh, speaking of amazing people, all of you that reached out on social media, whether it was Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, text message, email, uh, Pony Express, however you reached out and said happy birthday to me, you took time out of your day. And I cannot put into words how much I appreciate every single thoughtful message. You guys, you really don't understand. Um, I can't explain to you how just incredibly good that feels. And uh, I mean, it makes me smile. It almost makes me emotional because I realize how many thoughtful, caring, amazing, positive people are left in this world. And um, so thank you so much. If you're listening to this podcast, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I say it every week and I know sometimes it might get redundant, but I, I do. If there's three people listening to this, my goodness, I love you three people. If there's three million listening to it, my goodness, I love all of you. Um, Fourth of July is coming up. We're going to celebrate Fourth of July. Personally, I'm going to be headed to Calgary, to the Calgary Stampede. Going to go uh, watch the spectacle that is Calgary Stampede, doing ride pass, doing uh, some TV work up there, get to hang out with some really good friends up there. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about putting together a lot of podcasts while I'm up north as well. But... It, don't get it wrong. Even though I'm going to be in airplanes and then I'm going to be in Canada, I'm going to still celebrate the 4th of July just like everybody else in this country. Um, man, speaking of all the amazing people and all of the celebrating coming up here on the 4th of July, I can't help but, um, well, I can't help but think, that's what I'm thinking. Why am I thinking that? Well, it just came out a little bit ago that Nike is pulling a shoe that had the original Betsy Ross flag on it because Colin Kaepernick thinks it has ties to slavery. Think about that. Let it soak in. Let it marinate. And now here's what I don't understand. A couple of things. One, why in the hell is Colin Kaepernick even relevant? I mean, this is a guy that was a, a good football player trying to play amongst the absolute elite. Hey, here's the deal. When I realize that I can't hang with the best announcers in the world and there are guys that are younger, that are better, that are more talented, start to take jobs away from me, guess what? I understand. It's part of life. It's part of reality. I'm not going to try to be a part of any movement to, to just make myself relevant. I'm tired. Uh, okay, here's the thing. If he wants to pull this shoe because it has ties to... Uh, slavery. I want to stop saying his name because he has ties to shitty football. All right. More importantly, I've been waiting a long time to say that actually. Uh, more importantly, why does Colin Kaepernick have any say whatsoever in making decisions for a major shoe company? I don't understand it. Is he the CEO? Is he the owner? I don't think so. I don't understand it. Now, don't get this twisted. I, I try to keep my political ideology inside. I try not to talk politics a whole lot uh, on a public forum. I love to talk politics in my living room, in, in a hotel lobby, wherever. I love to talk politics because I truly appreciate the thought process that goes behind the way our country is ran. I also truly appreciate people that have a different ideology than I do. Uh, most people that know me kind of know that I lean towards one side a little bit more than the other, but I love to hear people that come from the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I love to have conversations with people that disagree with me because that's how we learn. We don't hate people because they disagree with us. We don't hate people because they don't think exactly the way we do. We don't hate people because 
we think we're supposed to hate them because of something that happened so long ago with people that we don't even know. I don't understand it. And I don't understand why this is such a big deal. We live in the greatest country in the world. We live in the most amazing 50 states that God put on this planet. That's right. God created all of this for us. All right. So instead of having so much division and so much negativity, why can't we just live in the positivity that God gave us? You know what? Wake up every morning and know that today's a success because I opened my eyes and that, that alone should put a smile on your face. I always, I'm fascinated that when people are being dealt the most devastating hands in life, when people find out some of the most negative news, that's when they turn the most positive. So why do we continue to let so much negativity into our society? I don't understand it. This is not, obviously, this is not a political podcast. This is just, this is, it's driving me insane. This this whole the the fact that we continue to see this on the news, that we continue to hear so much about this for everything that is great and wonderful and lovely about this planet and this world, we're letting way too much negative bullshit in. Now it's that simple. There's way too much negative bullshit happening in our society. So do me a favor today. Go out of your way. If you have to get off your couch right now, go get in your car and drive to the local Target or, or yeah, Target because they donate a lot of money to St. Jude and Walmart. You're not going to see anybody there because you've got to check out with a computer. Anyway, don't get me started. That's a, that's a whole nother time, but get off your ass, go somewhere, run into another human being and just ask them how their day is. Shake their hand, open the door for them, do anything to make somebody realize that there's positive in this world, that you can make somebody smile with the most minute effort. It doesn't take much to make somebody smile. And so that's my challenge. If you're listening to this, and I know there's a lot of you that are listening to this, my challenge is make somebody smile. Take their trash out, load their groceries, take a shopping cart back in and put it up so some jackass doesn't leave it sitting in the middle of the parking lot. Whatever it is, do, do me a favor. Do something today to remind the world how much positivity is still here. Guys, I sorry, got on a little bit of a soapbox, but uh I kind of like to fist fight that guy. I it just I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand why we're never going to get past we're never going to get past so much division in this country when we don't understand that we're all equal we're all the same so let's stop dwelling on the negativity and let's start focusing on what's positive and that's the fact that we're all living here together and we should be happy to do it so uh, I hope everybody celebrates the 4th of July in the most positive fashion you possibly can with a smile on your face, surrounded by family and friends and having a great time and just uh, knowing how lucky and how blessed we are that God lets us live here in this country. If you live somewhere else, hey, we love you too. I got so many friends across the world and, and I'm super, super excited to know all of you, but I'm pretty, I, I like to brag about what country I live in. So um, I'm off that soapbox for a little bit. Guys, if you're still with us, I got so much feedback about the podcast with Anthony Lucius. So much uh, positive reinforcement. And people telling me, you know, hey, this tugged on my heartstrings. This kind of pulled me in this direction. I was having a bad time. And when you guys said this, it, it really made me kind of turn my day around and start looking at something different. Um, Again, it makes me emotional and uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that God gives me a platform, and I'm challenging everybody that I come in contact with to change the world. Even if it's for one person, you can change the world. You really, truly can. Uh, so let's all change the world, even if it's for ourselves, even if it's for one other person. Let's change the world together. Uh, it may sound corny, may sound cheesy, and you might be sitting there rolling your eyes right now, but somebody listening right now is going to change the world for somebody else. So uh, that being said, we're going to change the script from the last podcast. And for all of you that got so much positive reinforcement and uh, 
how how good it was? Well, get ready because this podcast is the extreme opposite. What am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about uh, success and bad rodeo jokes. Essentially, where this is the most obscure conversation you're ever going to hear in your entire life, and there's a good chance that most of you might not make it halfway through. But if you do, it, this is us, man. I, I mean, it's it's me. Anthony Lucia and Matt Merritt deciding, you know what, let's do another podcast real quick. We've got the mics. Let's just set, have a conversation, and uh, let's just try to make each other laugh. And that's exactly what we did. We started telling stories. You'll hear some bad rodeo jokes. It's a complete disaster of a podcast. I'm telling you that right now. So if you're going into this podcast thinking you're going to reap the benefits of something really just profound just move on to the next one right now. But if you are in a state of mind where you got a smile on your face and you're ready to listen to three dudes just try to make each other laugh and uh maybe maybe make you chuckle a little bit here and there then uh, this is this is where you need to be because it's an absolute shit show of a podcast and uh I love it. I absolutely love it. I've went way too long in this opening. I keep rambling, and uh, that was not my intent. So, guys, gals, everybody in between, I love you all. Thank you so much for this. Um, Enjoy the 4th of July. We're going to keep going. I'm going to have a lot more podcasts coming your way very, very soon. So, without further ado, here's an absolute disaster of a podcast with two really good friends of mine, Anthony Lucia. And Matt Merritt. Okay, Lucia, hit us with them rules. Hit us with them rules. Four simple rules. Wake up early and do the hardest task first. Work harder than you think you did yesterday. Never go more than three days without eating pizza or exercising. Make time to read every day. Wait, what? Make <laughs> the, the pizza and the exercise is on the same? That's on the same you rule? You do need to take time to read every day because when you read that last line, you said take time to read. It was, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was a joke. No, we got it, and we we're clarifying. Thank that it you. It was a great job. Thank you. That's millionaire mentors. Does that really say take time to eat pizza every four days or exercise? Yeah, I, think I mean that's what it says. Sure, makes makes that's solid advice. Get up tomorrow. <laughs> Live the whole day or die. That's great advice. This is is already started out so much different than the last podcast. Last time I was like so serious and it's like, hey, let's talk about success and what breeds success. This time we're like, eat pizza and do stuff. Do words and exercise and stuff. And stuff. You know what? And stuff. I just do what makes you happy. Did you did you look at the sink in there a minute ago? No. (laughs) Yours not drain. Okay, I want you to go look in the sink right now and tell me how disgusting it is. I showed Matt Merritt. So while he's in there, Matt, I want to say this: you're. When he comes back, he's not going to take it the way I did. He's going to think it's way grosser than I did. Yeah, it's disgusting, and it pisses me off. Makes me so mad. Because you shaved today. <clears throat> yeah, and but the, you know And what? it doesn't drain. Look, you know what it's happened? disgusting. I, I did, on the first day we were here, I called and I said, hey, uh, for some reason, this sink is not draining very well. And, okay, cool. We'll, we'll take care of it. Fast forward to day two. Hey, uh, I, I talked to him yesterday, but my sink's not draining, so... And I've tried to be so cautious. Like I've been brushing my teeth and like spitting in the shower and like trying trying to be, you know, because I wouldn't want to come in there and have to clean up after somebody. Today, I'm I'm sick of it. I'm pissed off. I call him again. Yeah, hey, sorry, we didn't we didn't we we didn't get to it. So you know what I did? I shaved, I brushed my teeth like three times today, just tried to make it as gross as I could. So I took a different approach. I didn't call the front desk and tell them my sink wasn't draining. You know what I did? What? I reached my hand down in there. And I stuck my finger under the thing, lit, held it up so my sink could drain, and then I scrubbed it because I didn't I want couldn't. it. I couldn't. Mine won't go up that high. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. No, stop. But <laughs> I reached on the back and I did the same thing. I thought, you know, if I if I no, not the bike, but not the bike. I know. <laughs> Sorry, reach your. I reached my hand into the sink, lifted up the little the spout. Not yeah, the, spout, the plug. The drain the plug. Yeah, the plug. Because the back thing does nothing, but you can't get underneath the plug. In this sink. Well, mine, so that's I could why I was get, trying to barely get the edge of it. Just lifted it up enough, and it was gross. My but. God, we've already turned every listener possible away on this podcast. <laughs> no, they are intrigued and captivated but, by no, this conversation. Let me, let me help you out because we're traveling, and instead of being so negative, let's do some tips, some traveling tips. Traveling. Can I tips. give a traveling tip? 
A lot of people that listen to this probably travel. Just a tip. Rodeo. All right. Only so, one tip, just to see. Let's let's see. Let's see how juvenile we can be. If you're, if you're driving down the road and you got to take a poop, you got options. You got. I just heard Stetson Lawrence yelling. Rest area. Holy cow! I thought that was Steve <laughs> Kerr is on the TV. Come on in, Stetson. I, come in here. I literally thought that's that's, that's random. Okay, we so just got so anyway. Anyway, you're driving down the road. And you need to take a poop. You got you got options. You got rest areas. You got truck stops. You got gas stations. You got ditches. You got a lot of options. Best option ever: hotel lobbies. The hotel lobby bathroom. That's is an a, old trick from like years ago. But but uh, people may not I know think it. You learned that from Richard Jones. No, uh, he learned it from me. It's a representation no, actually, of the rest of the hotel. The They'll they keep it, it clean on purpose. Yeah, the yeah. hotel lobbies. Yeah, it's always absolutely. clean. Smells like honeysuckles. It's great. First off, the fact that a rest area is even an option to go to the bathroom means you've never watched any scary movie in your life. Never stop at rest areas. The most dangerous place when you're driving or traveling. Here's a weird fact. No. I carry a gun with me everywhere. Exactly. That's not the weird fact. The weird fact is I carry a gun with me everywhere I go because I wake up every areas. morning and watch Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> I, I'm not shitting you right now. I wake up every morning and watch Unsolved Mysteries. It's one of my favorite shows ever, but it scares the ever-living hell out of me. Yeah. Rest areas scare the crap out of me. Yeah. They're, we almost they're... got mugged one time when I was a little kid, like tried to, uh, some random guy tried to rob, and my dad has a gun, always carried a gun with him, and... I was in between the truck and the trailer getting hay. I had the tailgate down getting hay out to give to the horse that was in the trailer. And a guy comes up and I could hear him like confront my dad who was in the trailer. Next thing I know, dad goes, Anthony, don't move. And I hear click, click. And then the next thing I see is the guy hauling butt running away. And I was like, what happened? He's like, that guy just tried to rob us. Your dad pulled a. Gun. My dad pulled a gun on him. I have the same. Uh, uh, th- my dad was a police officer. My brother and sister were in the back seat. They were probably three ish, four ish. So that makes me eight, nine, and I'm in the front seat. Back then, I guess I, I guess I would have been old enough to ride in the front. We stop at a red light, and this car pulls up beside us. Guy gets out of the passenger side and starts trying to rip my dad's door off, like he was going to steal the car, break the window, it whatever. Car and he had a gun. My dad, being a police officer. He had like a dirty, hairy, old school '80s Smith and Wesson 357, big long barrel on it, and he wheeled it around there. When the guy saw it, he took off running, and his friend drove away in the car. <laughs> so then we follow the guy, and my dad calls the uh, calls it in, and like they ended up arresting him. I got to watch it all. Wow! And just thinking, man, my dad's the coolest yep. guy ever. Yeah, yeah. You I was in New York City when you're traveling. I was in New York City in January and had a a rental car, and no, it was in it. We were in an yeah, we were in a rental car. I think I don't. I don't remember. But um, turned through a stoplight, and I know Jess Lockwood was in the passenger seat, and I was in the driver's seat. So yeah, we had to have a rental car. Um, and this meth head, I think he was a zombie, walking across the street, and he kind of stopped in front of us, and then he circled on around, and then he like leaned back and kicked the window because we had to slow down to wait on him to get past, and then just kind of waited on him to move, and then he like like front kicked the window on the side and we kept on driving because it was raining. That's the end of the story. Holy cow. That, but that meth, that meth deal, I don't, I don't understand it. Like I could see why somebody would look at someone who was drunk and having a great time and yeah. think, I want to try alcohol. Yeah. Or you hear stories about people saying that cocaine is supposed to make you feel wonderful. Nobody's ever seen a meth head. Yeah, no one, I want to feel that. Yeah, what, yeah. What, like, like, how do people end up on that stuff? It's horrible. So, gosh, if, you, if you're thinking about doing it, don't do call it. me. I'll talk you off the ledge. Yeah, like, that's horrible. That's not the answer. I think, But I think it goes back to what we talked a little bit about. And, and there are people with addictions and things like that. Right. But depression and life and people don't know how to navigate life and so that way out that trip that ride that whatever goes on in their minds that's their way out and i tell you there are some bad bad humans in this world who misery loves company the old adage that's a real statement because they will get people hooked on drugs just so they have somebody else to do them with and so don't do meth people. you know who i think you know what humans i think are worse than meth heads People that leave shopping carts in the middle of the parking lot. Boom. 
I think that's the that's a gateway. You lazy bastards. Yep. Yeah, because at first you're like, man, I'm just going to leave this one card here. Right. In the, and then it's like, this is not enough. I got to do some math. Yeah. Well, think about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> wow, that felt so exciting. I've got to try something Yeah, different. like my life is that miserable. Can I, tell I you can't the, walk 12. I do it. I, but I, why? Tell, why? I, do it at, I do it at Lowe's. Why? No, because well, well, there's no there's no close place yeah. to park, and I go there like every day. We're remodeling the house, and I got these big lumber carts, and I just I'm tired. I I need to go. I've been waiting in line forever. I finally got all the lumber loaded into my truck, and then I just it's, it's, it's that just I leave it out a there a little bit. It does. I mean, what you, I'll be honest your with deal? you. It pissed me off. I don't leave it, it in parking spots. I leave it in the little. They got. Like I don't care. Area. You I put it care. in the in the yeah. The they got the area. area. No, no, they have an area for for the big lumber carts at the Lowe's where I live. It's but okay, it's but not, you're not leaving it in a parking space. Like you're no, no, I don't it, take a parking. You're space. putting it in the rack. I thought you meant like taking it back to the store. No, 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 no. no. I mean, put I your mean, cart back in the rack. It's simple. Yeah, like, like and well, there are places where rack. you put the carts. But where are you like a lane? It? They like have a, a place kind of. It's not a parking spot. It's like a big roped off area, but it does. It's not a rack. Like you specifically made for you to leave those carts in. It's that. a pin for yeah. the wood carts. Yeah, there you've got go. a smile on your face. Like that's not where you're supposed to put I'm them. Lying, like. I just leave them wherever I want. <laughs> that's not funny to I me. That's I, not, that pisses me that off. That annoys me so much because I I read something. Is that your that thing that makes you mad? No, look here. Here's how I feel about it. You think anybody that's ever been successful in life has yes, left I the shopping cart in the park? This. If no. you go back through my Twitter. Or not through my Twitter, but if you go back through my Instagram, Matt L. West, by the way, on Instagram, if you go back through, you're going to find a picture that I posted here a while back, and it's a shopping cart sitting in the parking lot and said, nobody successful ever did this shit. Yep. Because it is, it is, a, it is, a, it is the epitome of laziness to me. And if you're that damn lazy that you can't take 60 seconds out of your day to take that shopping cart and put it somewhere that I don't have to drive around and then... And then somebody does that works at Walmart or wherever they now they've got to go get not only that big stack of carts that everybody left out there now they got to go get this stray and this stray because your lazy ass didn't put it and up. not only that but the dangers that incur because of lazy people if the wind catches that thing that could roll into anybody's vehicle possibly hurt a child if they're in a stroller you guys got to catch up to the times 20 years ago i would agree with you but now these employees at walmart and these other places have these motorized have assistant you, vehicles yeah okay. that help them push like multiple cars at a time looks like some kind of uh chinese new year dragon going through the parking lot you know why you know why because one <clears throat> either they've had some kind of injury or yeah. they're 75 years old yeah. and now you're expecting them to get behind this thing that pushes the chinese dragon cart thing back up to walmart because you're too damn lazy all of that could be gone away and here's the other thing here's the other thing you break it down and you simplify it without that cart that cart is a robot am i right yeah essentially it is a it is a mechanical device it's a robot correct you we'd agree I'll let you keep talking. Okay. <laughs> that being said, one person can now push like 30 cards at a time. Correct? Correct. All right. And you think that's a positive? Yes. I think the normal person should only push about 10 shopping carts at a time. Therefore, it takes three people to do that job. Therefore, you just took jobs away from two people. How do you feel about that? You suck. So I have a pet peeve as well. And it's people that drive in the left lane. We're not done talking they're, about your cart debacle. They're called Australians. <laughs> no, people in America. That's anybody that's not in America. That stay they're in the left lane. To drive in the no, left you're lane. supposed to use the left lane only for passing in the United States. And people just drive around in it all, happy to go lucky, like they got nowhere to be. And uh, it makes me want to karate chop myself. Does it make you want to karate chop yourself if they're driving above the speed Can I limit? be honest with you about I, the shopping cart deal? No, there's no. a hill. There's a hill over by the grocery store. There's a Publix where I live, and a lot of times I'll I'll go shopping, and then I'll put the groceries in my car, and then I and then I push the carts down down the grass hill into the woods, and then I come back at dark and I take them, and then I take parts off of them so I can make stuff out of them at my house. It's awesome. 
Holy crap, he is a hillbilly. We yes, he he is the epitome <laughs> of a redneck. You guys have never seen Trailer Park Boys, have you? No. Oh. Ooh, bubbles make stuff out of shopping carts. <laughs> really? Like yeah, what? the Canadians will get it. What do you make out of shopping carts? Bubbles, it's a character on Trailer Yeah, I Park know Boys. who Bubbles is cuz Cooper Davis looks just like him. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Have you, have you never seen his his oh, for Pete's sake, I need some more shopping carts. <laughs> Also, congrats to Cooper Davis for winning the Green Bay Invitational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. great, great, great big win. You know what's crazy about that is he only rode three more bulls than I did and got paid a lot more. True. How about money this weekend? It's cool. Like uh, uh, Joao Ricardo Vieira yes. won Swatsy with 74000 clo- Yeah, seventy four from the WCRA, and then he won another. What would you figure? Yeah, I think it was like 17 or 17, 17 or something 17, today. I think 17 it was or right under 100000 yeah, yeah, this weekend. In Which weekend. is good because his year has not been that good. Yeah. And poor yeah. guy. Yeah. He's only won 800000 this year. That's and sad. He's not even – he's almost at the million-dollar mark, and we're not even halfway through the season. And 800000 America. America, what's that, like six patrillion – Gazillion in Is Brazil. Patrillion a number? Yeah. I don't think so. I got How patrillion rows are in Patrillion. I got Patrillion shopping cart wheels at my house. <laughs> I'll I, tell you. I think you tried to drink Patrillion when you were in college. <laughs> patrillion. Yeah, and I'll never forget that night. Yeah, actually you'll never remember that night. Shopping carts piss me off because like now all of a sudden you see them everywhere. You like you see every store has shopping carts. You go into like I'm going to the dollar now store. Now, all of a sudden, they've no, always had shopping. Listen to me. Listen to me. The dollar store when I was a kid didn't have shopping carts. That's because you know you're why? from Oklahoma. Because nothing in the dollar they store is big got... enough to put in. Yeah. If you buy enough stuff at the dollar store, yeah. you need a shopping cart. Well, I'd say that. Maybe like you're having a kid's party, so you buy plates. You know what else How... sucks is nothing at the dollar store costs a dollar. However, the, the quality of dollar store products... And just the, to the point that you just made, nothing at the dollar store costs a dollar anymore. Back in the day, the quality of the the items at a dollar store was pretty good. As a little kid, you could take three or four dollars in there and get some cool stuff. You can get a slinky, a yeah. whole package of bouncy balls. But hang on, nowadays it's a buck ninety nine at the dollar store. Makes no sense. And what is a dollar general? What well, does that even? Okay, mean? hang on, because I don't want people to misconstrue what we're talking about. Actually, we're not talking about the dollar store because when I say the dollar store, I think Dollar General or Family Dollar or something like that. What I meant was like what's now the ninety nine cent store. You know, right. the, you go in there and it's all those little trinkets. The one, that the one you should be talking about if your problem is is pricing is the one. Nobody that, said anything about pricing. No, you said no, y'all were saying nothing yeah. costs a dollar. There so, used to be stores no, literally no, that were one dollar. No, nothing are we talking in there. about shopping carts? There's a store. Yeah. There's a store called Everything Is a Dollar, and not everything in there is a dollar. <laughs> How does, that's that false possible? advertisement. Yeah, yeah, but it's the classic bait and hook switch. <laughs> bait and hook. I'm not a rocket surgeon. What are you asking me <laughs> questions for? <laughs> I don't know. Whose monkey that is? <laughs> I tell you what, uh, boys, you, you got me all confused, and, and I'm not really superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. That's <laughs> that's a terrible joke. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. At it's because he made direct eye contact with me as he said that. He, he but I'm a little that was stitious. His only hope. That was his only hope of getting a laugh. And I don't even know if that was a real laugh or just an awkward because he held eye contact for that long. It wasn't at all. It wasn't at all. Go back to how you initially started this. Everything's a dollar. Oh, if you want to poop, you want to go to a hotel lobby. You know what else makes me mad? What? The lazy bastards that don't raise the lid. What happens if you got to go number two? Stop. And the guy before you. You're digging a hole, man. No. What? Why? Because lids can be raised or lids can be lowered. There's no argument to have. Why is it that the female always gets to win that argument? Oh, you, you let because the, you I'm let, a grown ass man and I don't want to sit on a stool that somebody pissed no, all no, over. No, no, no. But but okay. So when my wife, if she uses the toilet, why doesn't she lift it up for me so that I don't have to lift it later? Well, then you was it my the wrong job? girl. So I'm gonna tell you Which guys. Which I always I always put it back like I should. By the way. So anybody that knows knows me or has ever seen Anthony Lucia knows I have a big ass. I have it's <laughs> it's it's, that, hey, it's it, big. It's so big you can talk about yourself in third person. And exactly. It's okay. and Matt, we're actually <laughs> and me and Matt were talking about that at catering today. We we're like, God, yeah. Anthony's ass is getting out of control. Yeah, it's, no, it's, to, it's hey, been it's been this big since I was. There's a, baby. a casino at the hotel, and for you to lose your ass would take a big deal. Okay. <laughs> anyway, be here for seven days. Okay. Sorry. I'm not even going to tell my story. 
All I'm going to say is one time I sat down and did the business on a toilet and never knew that the toilet seat wasn't down. I just thought that it was really effing cold. And I'm like, this is the weirdest thing. And, and then I stand up. Podcast. I stand up and I'm like, oh my God. That's when I knew. That's when I know. I'm like, okay, this that's is a when, oh That's when you realize, God, I am dragging Daddy. a wagon. <laughs> Look at his butt. It's so big. And anybody that makes fun of my butt, I, all I tell them is I say it takes a big engine to run this train, and I go, please don't ever do that again. I'm glad hey, I ate. Breakfast is served. <laughs> breakfast is served. Oh, I woke say? up in, oh, in, nothing. in, in I was, Audi. I was going to... Just express my thankfulness for Anthony to not make an eye contact with me <laughs> and choosing you during the train incident that just happened. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, we have absolutely zero directions. Let, let me say something. Okay, He's we got zero it. directions. But but Matt West's podcast here, Matt West. Now we're just recording some nonsense for this podcast, having fun. But the cool thing is, guys, this is really what we get to do yeah, in an arena. It, re- it really is. And, and you know what? We've got so many life experiences. Like, um, you, you remember the time that we ended up on that island in Australia? So we ended up on this island in Australia. And this is, Anthony, you, you may not even heard, heard this story yet. I'm not. So we end up on this island in Australia. And we find out that there's this place where you can rent these little moped cars, right? And they come with a helmet. They give you a little safety course, the whole deal. And the island, how big is the island, Matt? In kilometers, oh, I, yeah, miles. I, don't I, don't know. I think it's. I think you, it's, you could drive around the whole island in twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, but yeah. but there's a lot a of little, little that goes a lot of little trails and off roads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, so you, you guys took a, a ferry there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah it was his me, butt. His, <laughs> yeah, his, I was gonna say his his butt was way smaller than yours, but okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we okay, okay. we now know that you sized him up. Okay, anyway, you took him over right. there. So look, we go over there to this island, and we're you, you can imagine you got mopeds and you got your buddies. A couple bull riders are with us, and you're over there having a good time. We find a skate park where they got all these loop de doop ramp deals and stuff, and all the hippie kids are out there playing. Well, eventually they leave, and we start with our mopeds in the park. Well. Things get out of hand. People are starting to challenge each other. And I wanted to be cool that day, so I wrecked my moped. Just that day. Yeah. I wrecked my moped trying to do one of the little loop-to-do jumps. Well, it flies through the air. My helmet comes off. The thing lands on the side of my head. And I'm laughing now because it's okay. But anyway, I'm bleeding profusely. These guys making us face at me like I know something's bad. Like uh, they won't let me look at it. No one. They're taking my phone from me. They won't let me see it. I'm bleeding down the side of my head. So they take me to this hospital. We go there. The doctor says, "Oh my god." Yeah. The doctor's like, "Oh god." Oh, you know, he's looking at me all weird. I'm bleeding. Can you do it in your Australian voice? Yeah, mate. You're bleeding so bad, mate. No. Okay, that's enough. So he he starts to work on me there, and he finally goes, "Listen." If that thing would have landed another half a centimeter back further in any direction, you would have completely cut your ear off. You sure were lucky. And I looked at him and I said, well, Doc, I've been lucky before and it felt a hell of a lot better than this. And I just made that whole story up. None of it happened. <laughs> oh my god! You what? were I, don't I was know. captivated. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> no, I actually heard uh, Joe Wimberly tell that story. You know, about something that really happened to a guy, but it wasn't a moped. It was. I thought maybe like towards the end of that story, I really felt like you were just hunting for a for a speaking you know, of punchline. That's my thing. Honestly, no, not joking. If I could hunt for a living, I would. You've been hunting. Yeah, I. Uh, I got to go on on my first two big hunts last year. You know, I mean, and I think I documented it pretty well on Instagram and Twitter and everything. My uh, my first elk hunt, it was unfortunately it was unsuccessful. But man, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation took me on this big elk hunt, and, and it was awesome. One of the greatest experiences of my life. The other first hunting escapade I had was I got to go on a bear hunt last year. Really? Believe it or not, uh, and black or grizzlies, grizzly, or grizzly, Alaska yeah. or Kodiak, yeah. Yeah, it cold, cold, bitter like bitter like cold where it make your hands hurt like guns barely. or bows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, we're on this bear hunt. Guns, obviously, we're on this bear hunt, and I'm thinking, you know, we're not going to see any bears. I, I'm some dummy from Oklahoma. I've seen one bear my whole life that wasn't in the zoo, and so, anyways, 
the guy that I'm with is like, man, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I just got this feeling like I, I can feel like there's a bear right over here over this ridge. And so we're kind of creeping up there and he starts looking at these tracks and he's like, wait a minute, there, there's the bear, there's a bear. And so I can kind of see this bear in the distance. And so he's like, you're going to have to get closer. You're going to have to get, get on this bear's trail. You're going to have to follow him and, you know, find a good spot to harvest him. So here I go. I start, you know, following this bear down through the trail and through the ridge and everything. And this bear, like all of a sudden just gets down on all fours and starts crawling. And so I kind of start crawling behind this bear and I'm, I'm a ways, like I'm a long ways away. Cause yeah, cause I got to give myself enough distance to what if, if he turns around, I've still got time to get a good shot on him. Cause I don't know if you've ever been face to face with a grizzly bear, but I can imagine it's scary. Hold that thought. All right. He goes down into these shrubs. And so I'm sitting there, and we're waiting, and we're thinking, okay, he's going to come out. He's going to come out. Um, we're going to wait it out. So we wait a few minutes, and then we're like, I don't. maybe he went through the other side. I don't know. So I get down, and I start belly crawling kind of up towards these towards these shrubs and everything, and nothing's really moving. I'm not hearing anything, so I'm thinking maybe he bedded down. I don't know. But anyways, I get up, and I start to peek right through those shrubs. And as I do, sure enough, he's crawled in there. He's turned back towards us. And there he is. Literally inches from my face is this giant bear. All right. As I'm looking him in the eyes, just like I'm looking at you right now, he stands up and he goes, God, freak. my heart's racing. Oh what did, what'd you God. do? And I crapped my pants so when the bear did the you you crapped your no pants. no 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 just now when i went <laughs> i crapped my pants hey honestly i did, i got a serious real bear hunting story that was a serious that's a lie encounter. this one's not a lie you're gonna know as soon as i start telling it there's I no way a hunting story when you're done there's no way you'll think this is a lie this is all real one time i was bear hunting and a bear actually ate me and then what happened? I went into into his entire stomach, like my really? whole body. He swallowed me whole. Yeah. So you know how I got out. I just started running in circles inside of his belly. Yeah. Well, I just ran around and ran around and ran around. Yeah. And then what'd you do? I finally pooped out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so so anyways, please have a better story than right, that. So I I got a two forty three Savage for Christmas when I was. 15 hashtag savage yeah sorry <laughs> uh and and i i had been went we had a a place there in in north central texas and bad like 50 acres and so i would go like track the deer but i never had a gun to kill the deer and i had a bow but i wasn't very good shot with the bow finally get this rifle i get it sighted in first day of hunting season super excited i get out there go back where i know there's deer literally every morning because i'd been out there countless times and i'm sitting there and it's before before sunrise sun comes up coyote comes in drop him anybody knows if you have livestock coyotes coming in there you drop them we've had the coyotes kill the sheep before that we had and whatever so i drop him and i'm like shoot there goes my chances of getting a deer on my the first day of deer season but i killed this coyote so i'm pretty stoked about it so i drag it in anyways i go back out to the same spot and there's a doe and this, you guys' stories were funny. This is a for real story. And this is the last time that I hunted. There's a doe there. 30 yards, easy shot. Dropper. Bam. I'm so pumped. Your first deer. It's like you finally become a man. I'm going to get, we're going to have so much meat. This is a nice, big, full doe. Gonna, I mean, it's, it's going to be great. So I have a, <laughs> at the barber shop, I'm reading the guns and ammo magazine and i rip out there's a thing on how to skin a deer this is back before we had youtube so i had i literally i pulled that article out of the magazine and i had it in my i had an army belt on because that's what i did when i hunted i went all in and uh anyways so i pull out the thing you put on latex gloves because of parasites or whatever every hunter that's listening to this is probably going oh my gosh but this is what the article told me to do so i put on latex gloves i get my knife out and you start at the, anybody who's skinned a deer, you start at the, the, the butt, whatever. And you go down pelvis. As I'm opening this deer up to clean it, I get to this point. Milk. I hear a rustling. There was a fawn standing 10 yards watching me. 
<laughs> never hunted again. Oh yeah, that's really never hunted oh, again. That's heartbreaking. That was it. Was the worst experience. It was because I was an inexperienced, uneducated hunter, and I took that deer, and I've never killed another deer. Do you know what the? <laughs> and I know y'all stories was funny. Do you and know that was just a sad story? No, but hey, actually, they're like. Okay, let's talk about like legit, serious, one hundred percent real life hunting experiences. I uh, mentioned Australia, and oh, Matt Mara and I were actually in Australia. We were at a buddy's farm. We, we went out to this cattle station, and I don't know if we. I honestly, I don't know if we can tell this story or not because I, I don't know if it's legal. I'll well, uh, I'll tell I'll tell a story in a different. A whole different story. So about, no, we'll tell a story about I, I, two of I, our I, I know. I know these two guys. <laughs> <They're>, yeah, <laughs> their names are are Pat. Pam? No, their names are Pat, and and the other guy's name is Pat too. And so they Pat they were, East and uh, yeah, I can't remember the other and, name. And Pat Fair. Um, they were they it were was over Pam too. They were over in a foreign country. Yeah, and and this yeah. So these this two guys. guy, he needed help eliminating some pest off of his property because it was diminishing his grass supply. I can't remember the name of the animals, so we'll just pretend that they're kangaroos. Okay, yeah, all right. Just Deal. So we <laughs> talked to these two friends of ours who said that they went out looking for these pests that we'll just call kangaroos, yeah. and um, and they shot one. But one. but to their defense, from what I've heard. They had to ride on the back of a flatbed pickup truck, and they only had one firearm. Yeah, one. And it was a low-caliber firearm. Yeah, a a low-caliber firearm. From what they've said. You would choose, in the story, you would choose to take a certain animal, not just any, <clears throat> and um, so okay, so there's a whole bunch of these. There is animals. a set of instructions. There's a whole bunch of these animals, but at this cattle station, these kids go to school every day, and every morning when they head out of the driveway, they see this one certain one particular animal that has one ear that hangs down a little lower than the other. They have named that Rue Floppy. Oh, okay, Floppy. So every morning they see Floppy, they wave at Floppy on their way to school, and so Floppy is easy to recognize because he has one ear that hangs down. All right. On this excursion, uh, one of the guys named Pat, who was an extremely successful hunter. uh, Both of these guys' names were Pat? Yeah. Pat. The the one Pat, Pat, which I would say is probably the most attractive Pat. Yeah. That'd be Pat East. He takes an animal pretty early on in this excursion and he takes it perfectly he makes zero mistakes so what happens really according to my friend pat is his buddy pat wounds this animal to the point where he's running off and so then he fires again wounds him again to where he slows down and then he approaches this animal and picks up a what was it that you picked up Pat picked, the, up. picked up Pat's story from a truck stop. And it was a nulla nulla? He, he said that the native aboriginals called it a nulla nulla. It was a big stick. Okay. Well, Pat finished the animal with a nulla nulla. And uh, it's, getting, it's getting dark, according to Pat and Pat. And uh, This story is getting very dark. No, so Pat, one, had already taken an animal in the right way. Yeah. And Pat two knows Nola, Nola. knows that he'll never have another opportunity to do this, and it's getting dark, and uh, and sees the dis- biggest one of these animals he's ever seen in his life stands up, and it looks like something out of a cinematographer's dream. Like I mean, just a monster. You ever see those those pictures on the internet where yes. it looks like the kangaroos are juiced, yes. jacked up on yes. steroids? Yes. Well, this is one of those. Like I, according I'm sure, to Pat, I'm sure according to his stories that he told us, yeah. This was a genetically enhanced. So this uh, wasn't a normal, no natural. It was. It was, it was at least a trophy. At least seven trophy. foot tall. Okay. At so you least hear seven foot tall. Gun goes off immediately. Drops. Drops. Oh. Not a breath left. Perfect it, shot. Yeah, perfect no suffering. That's great. so. Pat and Pat go up to inspect uh, this trophy, and uh, it's getting dark again. They the way they the told flashlight. the way they told the story is one pat got to the other one first. Uh-huh. He got up there and then yells back to his buddy and he says, "Hey, you might not want to come over here." Oh no. Well, why is that? 
It was ah, it's it's you know you might just not want to come over here. Why was it, is it did it, it did it not harvest it? Is it not is it still alive? No, no. Um, so by this time the other Pat's intrigued and gets up there and realizes that as they assess the situation, one ear hangs low oh, and no longer wobbles gosh. to and fro. Floppy. So, Pat killed Floppy. Well, we don't know that the for other, sure. The other Pat bludgeoned Floppy's, I would assume, brother, sister, some part of Floppy's family with a stick appropriately named a Nala Nala. Nala Nala. Nala Nala. And we don't know that any of this is true because yeah. we weren't there firsthand. We just This is just a secondhand story. So, how did you break it to the family that you were staying with? We didn't. We, we, we didn't oh get that part of the story from... From our friends, <laughs> we didn't get that part of the story from our friends. But what we heard was that um, they told the uh, the children that saw Floppy that you know he had moved south for the winter time because yeah. it was it was almost time. It, you know, it gets cold in Australia that close to the equator, uh-huh. and yeah, Santa Claus was coming to town. You know, before before long, yeah. So he had to he had to move elsewhere. So anyway, speaking of moving elsewhere, man, what a beautiful time it's been. And I'm gonna tell you, I, I, the only thing I'm thinking about is I do have one little hunting story. This is kind of you'll think it's funny probably. When I was a little boy, I lived in Louisiana, and we had a like a they call a Hang pe- on, time out time. I hate to interrupt your story, but I just thought of this joke. Uh, you want to hear a joke about paper? Yeah. Uh, never mind. It's terrible. Oh come on. Oh my god. That's kind of funny. Do you know why Matt Merritt never has to be has to worry about being eaten by a cannibal? Why is that? Because he tastes funny. <laughs> hey, gross. Wait, <laughs> this is a gross misrepresentation of who we Wait are. Wait a minute. What do you what do you call a fat psychic? I don't a know what. Four chin teller. <laughs> <laughs> So Imagine you talked about here. being a little boy. When I was a little boy, uh, always wanted to be a cowboy. My dad got me a pony. It was the coolest thing. And he, his his number, he had three rules. He gave me this pony. He said, you can't ride him down the road. You cannot ride him across the river. And his name was Pepper. It was in this pony. He was a flea-bitten gray. He was a halflinger. He was awesome. And he said, and the last thing, the last rule, other than this, you can do whatever you want. You cannot ride him to the topless bar down the street. So, I get on my pony. First thing I do when my dad, first trip he goes and I'm home, ride straight down the road, ride straight across that river, and then I ride straight to that topless bar. Because my dad told me, he said, don't go there because you will see things that you are not supposed to see. What'd you see? My daddy. (laughs) Guess who he was with? His mom. Oh, gosh. But ha- Matt, have you ever had any trouble like this is something in, in all seriousness? Have you ever had any trouble with the law or I mean, I feel like everybody tries to. <laughs> uh Oh, I feel, I feel like, like all of a sudden there's a story back here that I, maybe uh, somebody doesn't want to share. I've never had any trouble with the law. They they almost caught me once pushing carts over the hill, <laughs> <laughs> but I got I got out of that deal. But I know you have and I'd actually kind of like to hear your story. Well. It it actually happened two weeks ago when we were driving to the airport from our wedding, from our wedding, mind you, and going to the airport, St. Lucia, great place. That's where I went on my honeymoon, and uh, I get pulled over. Absolute worst feeling in the world is to get pulled over on your wedding night. Officer comes comes up. I turn my blinkers, pull off. We're all buckled up, whatever, and uh, officer comes to the window, knocks on it with his flashlight. I roll it down. <laughs> Got my hands at ten and two, you know, just nervous. We'd we'd had a couple drinks, whatever, and shines his flashlight in there. He says, "Son, you've been drinking. Your eyes are red." I kind of did one of those, and I looked at him. I said, "Sir, your eyes are glazed over. You've been eating donuts." <laughs> That's nothing. One time, one time I'm hey, driving. I got no. Hang on, I got to tell the story because. Um, this girl that I was dating at the time may or may not have been on here. And and we all know I don't drink at all, no. which is, you know, wild in this tip of the resist all to you, sir. Tip of the American hat to <laughs> you, sir. Um, okay, so back in the day when I was younger, I was dating this girl. 
And we decided one night to go to Walmart and, and I had had a stressful day and, and I had been on the road and I got back and it's like, a, I don't know, it's like 10, 11 o'clock at night and I'm stressed to the max and I just, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to stay on the couch. I want to go, I want to go to bed, you know, put on Lonesome Dove or a great American classic like Pure Country and just let me enjoy the rest of my night. So we go, well, she's got to have, my, she's got to have her makeup, got to have her makeup, got to have her makeup. So I was like, whatever, let's go. So I drive, we get to Walmart, I grab a shopping cart. She's like, what do you need that cart for? I was like, I don't know. You usually buy a whole bunch of shit anyway. So I just figured I'd get it and it's keeping me up. It's like a walker at this point. Yeah. All right. I'm so tired. So we go through, she grabs a couple of groceries and while she's doing all that, I just reach over and I grab two cases of beer and I drop them in the, in the cart and she doesn't really pay much attention. And, yeah. And so like, you know, I go following her through the store and she's just off in her own little world so she goes straight to the cosmetics all right she's in the cosmetics and she starts just filling her arms full of shit and and i'm looking at it and i'm like golly what why is she buying so much stuff and she puts it in the cart and as she turns around mind you she's not even looked at me yeah she's got her arms full of stuff and she goes to drop it in the shopping cart and i said what in the hell are you doing with all of that? She goes, well, what are you doing with all that beer in the cart? And I said, uh, this beer is not near as expensive as all that makeup. She said, I need all this makeup to make me pretty. And I said, well, I need this case of beer to make you pretty. And it's a hell of a lot cheaper. You make me think of my wife and I, I can't, when I that's, get home, that's when, when I get home, I'm gonna you, tell you just said that I make you think of the, your no, wife. Cause I've been gone for, <laughs> a little bit for weird. four days and the minute I get home, I'm going to rip her panties off and they're killing me. I'm just sure. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, when you talked about Walmart and actually it, it's so just got married and, and, uh, my, uh, <laughs> My wife, we actually went to Walmart, her and her sister and I, we went to Walmart, get the last few things to for the wedding. And these girls have been talking about, you know how girls are with weddings. It's all about dresses, right? So Lisa's been fitted. In her, what in her, color was your dress? My, <laughs> I almost said white. <laughs> but they're, they're worried about their weight. And I'm like, girls, guys, you guys look great. Don't, you know, don't worry about it. And Lisa, so everybody knows that there's gumball machines, there's a red box, and then there's those old school scales at every Walmart. They've went away with everything else, like the old school rocking horses you put in a quarter, but they've got the scales, right? And I'm like, girls, here, to prove to you that you guys look fine. I mean, her sister's healthy, but Lisa's, Lisa's fit. And so I'm like, here, I put a quarter in, Lisa gets on the scale and it says 125 I'm like, see, I told you, her sister put another quarter and she gets on the scale and it says one at a time. And, and it's just one of those things. It was like, I'd see, I told you. You, you, you. Everything you say, it's talking about your wedding. And earlier, you when you talked about it, you talked about traveling. And I wanted to tell this story. But uh, it was last week, and I was driving just from my house to the gas station. And I'm driving. And so where I live, for anybody that doesn't know much about North Carolina, we got a lot of rain this year. Yeah. Grass is growing everywhere. And it's kind of thick in the ditches. They haven't really cut that up yet. Thick in the ditches is one of my favorite rap songs. <laughs> I think Colt Ford. I think think Colt Ford sees thick in the ditches. But anyways, (laughs) it's thick in the ditches. So look, I'm driving down the road, and this rabbit jumps up out of the thick ditch. And I've got 99 problems in a ditch, ain't one. (laughs) And I don't have time. I don't have time to prepare for for what's about to happen. And I just smoked the rabbit. Oh, ran him over. And and I didn't really know what to do, so I. I was trying to stop when I hit him, so I'm going slower, and I just kind of pull over, and I walk over there, and there's this dead rabbit in the road. Uh, it's hard to talk about. So I pick him up, and I take him over was to- Was his name Floppy? <laughs> <laughs> I take him over there, and I'm kind of looking at him, like, I don't know if I want to put him in the ditch, like a burial type thing, or when this lady comes driving up out then, she slams on her brakes. She's like, what are you doing? I said, look, I hit a rabbit. I, I, I don't know what to do with it. Well, she opens her trunk up, and she gets out this huge can of Aquanet hairspray. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. She sprays it all, all over the rabbit. The rabbit jumped up, and it ran like 100 yards and just waved at me. What? Then he like ran another 100 and waved again. That's so awesome. Stopped, raved, went another 100 yards, waved again. Yeah. And finally, I looked at the lady. I was like, Whoa. What happened? She said, Aquanet hairspray. It's guaranteed to bring your hair alive and give it a permanent wave. Wow. 
And I've actually told that one about 3,000 times. (laughs) (laughs) And and I still have a career in this. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most amazing thing. And if you guys haven't already changed that much, if you guys haven't already picked up on it, we have decided to turn this podcast into just bad rodeo jokes. And so we're giving every bad rodeo joke we can think of. Well, and so to go back, the same trip, Walmart, right? So the same trip at Walmart, we go. The, the whole one at a time thing didn't go over very well. But nonetheless, we go get what we need and we get in line finally and we're putting all of our stuff there. And Lisa's sister is like, lives in the Stone Age. She has a beeper, right? And I've not even, I didn't even know they still existed. No, oh, yeah. And so, so we're. Did you just call your sister in law heavy and old? Anyways, continue. <laughs> Anyways, and so we're standing in line and Lisa and I are putting everything out of the cart and, and, Right and uh, she's standing right there. I'm not gonna say her name. Where she's standing, <laughs> she's standing at the like the cart, like pushing it forward, and her beeper goes off. Well, there's this dad and little boy right behind her, and I the, when the beeper goes off, I look back because I'm like, what in the? She has a beeper, and then I hear the little boy go, "Watch out, daddy! She's backing up." <laughs> Wait, wait! I want to ask you a trivia, couple of questions. Just keep this shot on Anthony. A couple of questions. Okay, Anthony, what color's an orange? <laughs> orange. Anthony, what color was Peter Pan's outfit? Oh, it's uh green. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How many times do you think a hummingbird can flap his wings in a minute? One hundred twenty. No, more like two thousand and fifteen. Oh. How, how many stripes are on I a bumblebee's math. tail? I would say... There's seven. You're taking way too long. Okay. There you have it, folks. He knows nothing about the birds and the bees, but everything about the fruits and the fairies. <laughs> What's amazing about that is <laughs> he started laughing like it was really funny, and we've heard it nine gazillion <laughs> yeah, times. I thought we were it's doing still, old rodeo jokes. We are doing old rodeo jokes, but we're trying to make them... Uh, what? There's you can't a re- make them any better. No, there's, a, there's a reason that Matt Merritt does not tell jokes at rodeos. That's and it right that's there. That's it right there. You don't have to tell jokes at rodeos because you're naturally I'm funny. I'm not that good at them. When you tell jokes, it's really awkward because <laughs> you start laughing before you get to the punchline. And you're like, you know nothing about <laughs> birds and the bees. <laughs> uh, I got to go to the airport. You do? No, Why are you right going to the now. airport? Flying somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, my arms are tired. Uh, what else? Um, anything else you guys? There's something I want to do, but you guys couldn't do it with me. What? I want to sit here and, and just quote John Wayne movies. Yeah, you can't do it. Yeah, because I'm the only. Try me. Don't pull your phone out. Try me. Don't pull your phone out. Wait, can I tell? You, can I tell you one more story about the trip to the airport from the honeymoon? Yes. Okay. So. The the other guy, I make the joke and he kind of chuckles, right? And he lets us go. So we're we're about we're now we're behind, right? So now we're hauling butt to this airport. Woo! Lights. Oh my gosh! Not again. Pull over. Officer comes to the front. He goes, "Sir, did you know that you have a left tail light out?" And Lisa just, "I told you to get that fixed." And I'm like, "Woman, shut your mouth." Now's not the time. And he's like, and also, when I walked up here, you didn't have your seatbelt on. And Lisa just, I told you you should have put your seatbelt on. I'm like, Lisa, shut up. Like, I, I'm getting mad, right? And then he's like, also, your registration, well, it's expired. And Lisa just, I told you, you should have got that fixed before we went on our honeymoon. I go, Lisa, shut up for the crying out loud. And the officer goes, ma'am, does he always talk to you like this? She goes, no, only when he's been drinking. <laughs> Do you, have you ever had road rage? No. I had it the other day. I was driving down the road, and I kind of passed a guy, and I could tell he was texting while he was driving. And I don't like that stuff. It's just not cool. It's just everybody gets distracted. I know it's aggravating. It's yeah. like people leaving a shopping cart in the middle of the well, parking lot, but continue. I, I digress. I'm driving down the road, and this guy's texting, so I pulled up. I made me so mad, I threw my beer at him. <laughs> so... <laughs> My my experience, my experience. So we the guy he cop writes me a ticket, right? And he he goes past us, obviously. And you let the cops go past you. He goes past us, puts his hand out the the window, and gives me the peace sign. Well, I put my hand out the window and gave him half of it back. 
<laughs> this is great. I literally, I'm serious. I started doing this the this entertaining clown job in 1999, and I've done every one of these jokes multiple times. It's crazy how they they're still going too, aren't they? Strong. There's people that use yes. them. That's what's funny is like they're they're We're are doing people, this as a joke. Yeah. This whole podcast has just been complete nonsense. We, we used to have this thing, uh, me and, and some buddies of mine, we had this thing and we just say everything was ignorant mania. Ignorant mania. Like we had t shirts made up and that was our thing. It was like, oh my God, this day, this whole day has just been ignorant mania. Well, this podcast has been <laughs> ignorant mania. Complete but I do got to ask you guys a question and like serious question because we spend a lot of time in the rodeo business. We spend a lot of time around livestock and, and, you know, a lot of time this weekend around bulls. So my question being a stock question. Yeah. What do you call a bull with a sense of humor? I have no idea, but you're the... <laughs> Laughingist. <laughs> I just knew you were going somewhere. Anthony, let me come to you, okay? Laughable. No. A good Dang. call. You guys, be serious. Okay. We're talking rodeo. We're right. talking bull riding. Hot. We're talking animal athletes. We're talking livestock. Okay. What do you call a bull with a sense of humor? Laughing stock. <laughs> <laughs> what did the two goldfish were sitting on top of the tank? What did the one goldfish say to the other? No idea. He looked over and he said, you know how to drive this thing? <laughs> hey, what does a cowboy eat before a rodeo? Dandelions. Bologna. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a cow with no legs? I don't know. Ground beef. Oh, what do you call a bull that fell asleep at the rodeo? A bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with a bull that eats an entire bale of marijuana? You make know. pot roast out of him, idiot. <laughs> what do you call a bull with only two legs? Lean beef. Lean beef. What do you call a, a dog with two legs? What? Nothing. He ain't going to come anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that, ladies that and gentlemen, it. that was is the icing on the cake of the most ignorant mania podcast any of us have ever been associated with. <laughs> Oh, guys, this has been fun. Go to bed too. Yeah, I know ago. it's crazy to think that it's like I don't know two in the morning, and here we are all sober. Yeah, and this is how we spend our time. It is a man. It's an extravagant lifestyle we leave, guys. We we lead a big time rock star type of life. Hey, I saw a magician yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he turned his audience members into wind turbines. I immediately became a big fan. I sincerely hope that people listened at least to this point in the podcast so that they could hear us. We, we all know that Albert Einstein was a genius, but his brother Frank was a monster. <laughs> <sighs> what creature is smarter than a talking parrot? No idea. A spelling bee. <laughs> what did the fish say when he swam into a wall? Damn. Damn. <laughs> I was arrested for stealing cooking utensils. <laughs> utensils, I mean. What do you call a fish with no eyes? <laughs> no idea. A fush. F S H. <laughs> I got. I was arrested the other day for stealing cooking utensils. It was worth the whisk. <laughs> what do you call a can opener that doesn't work? I don't know. A can't opener. <laughs> <laughs> you want some helpful advice if you're ever attacked by a group of us clowns? What's that? Go for the juggler. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you combine a rhetorical question and a joke? Get it? Bad jokes don't even need a punchline to be funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you call what do you call a fake noodle? I don't know what an impasta. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Uh, Ooh, food, carbs. Did you hear about the Italian chef that died the other day? No. Yeah, he passed away. <laughs> Did you hear about the the cheese that was really good at wrestling? No, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> two muffins. Two these two muffins. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> these two muffins were sitting in an oven. One turned to the other one and said, 
wow, it's pretty hot in here. The other one looked at him and shouted, wow, a talking, talking muffin. <laughs> I went to the doctor and he told me that I had lettuce sticking out of my ass. <laughs> I told him it's just the tip of the iceberg. I sold my vacuum the other day. All it was doing was collecting dust. <laughs> hey, do you guys know? Hey, serious, serious, serious. I, I was no, just no. Listen, listen, listen. I was just on my, I was on my uh, computer here, and I signed into my email, and it made me think of something. I was watching Forrest Gump the other day, and and you guys, you guys know somebody broke into Forrest Gump's email the other day, right? No, I didn't know that. You know how they got in there? Like they got all of Forrest Gump's personal information, everything. You know how? Well, they stole his password, obviously. But do you know what Forrest Gump's email password was? What? One Forrest One. <laughs> Today, <I> my <laughs> son asked, can I have a bookmark? And I burst into tears. 11 years old, and he still doesn't know my name is Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to give everybody out here some serious advice. No matter what you do, never spell the word part backwards. It's a trap. Did you hear about the guy who invented the knock-knock joke? Uh-uh. He won the Nobel Prize. Oh, uh, serious moment here. I'd like to say uh, rest in peace to boiling water. You will be missed. Oh my God, that made that made, just made me think of this. Did you hear about the fire the other day in the shoe factory? <laughs> Ten thousand souls were lost. The police oh said, "Oh my God!" Said some heels started it. Oh my gosh! You know, I just got married, and my wife is really mad at the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I packed up my stuff and right. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodiles can grow up to fifteen feet. Most of them only have four. Your uh, your fan joke earlier yeah. made me think of something. Two men, two windmills, are standing in a wind farm. One asked the other, "said What's your favorite type of music?" The other one said, "I'm a big metal fan." <laughs> Get it? I'm a big metal fan. You know, I was listening to the radio on my way to town, and apparently, an actress just killed herself. What What do you mean? What happened? Who was it? I can't remember. I think her name was Reese something. And it wasn't Witherspoon. It was with a knife. <laughs> wow. Hey, what's red and bad for your teeth? Lobster. What? A brick. <laughs> <laughs> My wife screamed, you haven't listened to a single word I've said, have you? And I was like, that's a weird way to start a conversation. <laughs> Matt, do you know how you make holy water? How's that? You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> These two guys walk into a bar. So the third guy walks around it. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right i got a real good one for you about a bar what is so this wait. polar bear walks into a bar and he walks up to the bartender and he goes i think i'll have a beer and then the bartender was like hey what's with the big paws <laughs> and he was like i'm a polar bear <laughs> You know, hey. I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. <laughs> Did you hear the story about that claustrophobic astronaut? Mm-mm. Just needed some space. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I love you wait guys. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you call what do you call an alligator in a vest? An, an investigator. <laughs> if a child refuses to sleep during nap if a child refuses to sleep during nap time, are they guilty of resisting arrest? Good night, friends. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with our ignorance, ignorant mania. Don't forget, check out Anthony Lucia on social media at SuperLucia33. Matt Merritt has, and he has Roadcast with Matt Merritt. That's going to do it. This was Ignorant. Thanks for listening.